You're listening to Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum Easter Special. This is Dr. Dan. Good Friday and Easter Sunday is a very significant time for all people, especially people of faith. The story of the torture and crucifixion of Jesus of Nazareth by the Romans reminds us of the base and cruel nature of humanity when there is no moral code. For Christians, Easter Sunday Specifically, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the validation of our faith. After our commercial break, we will return with Pastor Hoyt Brown of the Old Fashioned Baptist Church in Martins Creek Community to talk about the message of Easter to Christians. You're listening to Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum Easter Special. Pastor Hoyt Brown, it is indeed an honor and privilege to have you as a guest on Freedom Forum Radio. Thank you, Dr. Dan. It's my privilege to be here, and we could talk about nothing any any greater than the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's great, and let's talk about the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus and God's message to humanity. Yes. Well... I hope the whole world knows that that our Savior was crucified, and on the third day he rose from the from the dead. Uh, you know, there's I guess there's been a lot of arguments about it, and maybe doubts in people's minds, and from from all the way back till the time it actually happened. And uh, Matthew tells us in in twenty eighth chapter he says he said. Uh, Uh, In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. Behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. Now, what I want to say is, first of all, we all know there's a, they rolled a great stone to that door, but they sealed that stone. I mean, it had the official government seal upon it, and no one would dare break that seal. And then uh, there were guards there because Jesus had told them he would rise in the, in, in, on the third day. So they had soldiers there guarding that, so they for sure wasn't going to break that seal. Uh, uh, the, when when uh, the angel came down and there was an earthquake and, and rolled the stone back from the door, why, uh, uh, the soldiers, they, they feared. And uh, they they saw that angel and described him. They said his countenance was like lightning, and his raiment white as snow. And so they they go to tell the the, uh, the authorities, uh, the, the the elders and 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 the chief priests, that uh, the angels come. There's an earthquake. The stones rolled away, and Jesus is not there. And so they they bargain with. Uh, 
these soldiers and give them great sums of money if they'll just say that the disciples came during the night and, and stole the body of Jesus away. Now, uh, there's no way that those disciples uh, uh, would have broke that seal and rolled that stone away. And, and But uh, on the third day when he arose and word started coming to the disciples that Jesus had risen, while well, that he wasn't there. Peter and John, they they ran to the sepulcher, and uh, uh, one of them outran the other one and stopped and just stooped down. John, I believe, was just stooped down and was looking in, and he saw and believed, the Bible said. And uh, Peter, he he went on in and, and began to survey what was there. And that's the heart of what I want to talk to you about today. I, I had a friend, He's he's already gone on his reward. He was an FBI agent and also a GBI agent. He told me that a lot of times when there was a crime scene, he said uh, one of them would go to that crime scene and just sit down. If it was like in a room, they would sit in that room maybe for hours, and they would just survey it and look at everything uh, 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 and pay attention to it, and they could just almost recreate that that scene there uh, and what had, what had taken place. He said it was amazing what, what would be revealed to them there. So... When Peter went into that uh, tomb, uh, he, he did the same thing. He he could survey uh, what had taken place there and in, in that tomb. And uh, uh, first of all, uh, the first thing he he would notice is there's nobody here. There's no bones here. There's no corpse here. So uh, so there's we know there's nobody here. And then he looks around the room and, and he says, "But somebody's been here." Because there lays the bloody clothes of somebody, and uh, uh, those clothes they'd wrapped Jesus in and put him in that tomb, and it, and he could survey those clothes, and uh, he could say, you know, this person's been whipped, because those clothes would reveal the stripes on the back of Jesus, and and he could say after a while he could look so well look at that, look at that one place where all that blood is. And who, this man, he's, his sides have been pierced by a sword or something. And there was ev- evidence uh, of that. And, and so, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the clothes he was wrapped in, it might even have revealed uh, his face where they plucked out the beard. I don't know. Maybe even the, 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 some of the bruises were, were they uh, mauled him. But uh, that's, that's what those clothes would reveal to him if, if he'd been an FBI agent looking. And he wasn't, but still he was seeing these things there. And then all of a sudden, Peter looks, and over there lies some more of the clothing. And they call it a napkin. And they wrap that around the head. And he's laying over there, and it's 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 blood stained too, because they had they had put a crown of thorns upon Jesus' head. But this, hey, there was a pile of clothes, but this napkin was folded and lay in a place all by itself. And Peter could say, somebody has been here. He's not here now, but but he's been here, and from all the evidence I see. He's been crucified. He's been beaten and whipped. And uh, evidence says that uh, somebody didn't steal his body away either. Because why would they have unwrapped him if they stole the body away? They just carried the body out like it was. So 
Peter's evidence is somebody was here, somebody was crucified, and somebody got up, and his name was Jesus. He he knew in his heart, Peter and John knew in their heart right then that their glorious Savior uh, 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 was risen from, from the dead, and he was alive forevermore. Hey, that's the wondrous story uh, of Easter, that we've got a Savior who died for our sins on the cross, but rose from the dead uh, uh, to bring justification to us. The Bible says, if he had not, if he had not risen, our faith would be in vain, our preaching would be in vain, and all would be in vain. So, if we just, if we just took the evidence that was that that was in that tomb, hey, there was enough there to convince anybody that Jesus had been there, he was dead, and he had been crucified, he's risen again. But see, there's so much more. In the first chapter of the book of Acts, uh, Luke told us that uh, we have infallible proofs, which means uh, 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 we, we have proofs that, the, uh, that, that, that there's no way of error in, in it. They're infallible proofs. And uh, one of those was Mary. She was in that garden. She had come to find Jesus that morning, couldn't find him. And she's in that garden weeping. And she heard a voice. And it was familiar. It said, Mary. And, and recognizing that voice as Jesus, she turned and she said, Rabboni, which means master. And she found Jesus alive. All the disciples, hey, they, they were in the upper room. And Jesus came into those, that room and showed them the scars where the nails had been in his hands and in his feet. But one of them wasn't there. His name was Thomas. And they told Thomas, they said, we've seen the Lord and said, he's alive. And Thomas said, except I see him and put my finger in the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side. He said, I won't believe. Well, it was seven or eight days later. And one day Jesus appeared to Thomas and he held out his hands and he said, Thomas, Reach forth your finger and touch the, the nail prints in my hands and said, reach your hand forth and put it in my side and be not faithless but believing. And Thomas looked at him. He seen no scars. He didn't have to touch him. He didn't have to put his hand in his side. But he could say, and he did say, my Lord and my God. He said, my words, Jesus it's you. You really are alive. Hey, we serve a risen Savior. And, and the Apostle Paul wrote, and he said he was seen one time of, of above 500 people at one time. Hey, we got infallible proofs that Jesus is alive. Look, he came to die for us, and he rose for us, and he lives, and he promises if we believe in him, turn from our sins and repent, and ask him to save us, and believe on him with all our heart, he would save us and give us a home in heaven. Listen to this proof. Hey, the disciple, he led the disciples out as far as a little place called Bethany. That, that's a little place where Jesus was familiar with too, because that's where Lazarus lived, that he wrote, that he resurrected from the dead. And it was out at Bethany that Jesus began to go up into the sky. He was going back home, going to the Father. And uh, he he'd promised me, he said, if I go away, he said, I'll come again. And I'll receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And he began to go up. And the Bible said, a cloud received him out of sight. And there appeared two men in white apparel. And we believe that to be angels. 
And they said to the disciples, said, you, you men of Galilee, why stand you here gazing into the heavens? Said, this same Jesus that you see taken up shall so come again in like manner as you seen him go. Now, a cloud received him out of sight. Do you realize that in the first chapter of the book of Revelation, it says that Jesus will come back again and said, Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, even those that pierced him. Hey, hey, I hope you can feel the joy in my heart. Hey, I love the Lord. Hey, I'm his child, and this is not about me or Dr. Dan. This is about Jesus. And and every Easter, I, I've made it my policy. I, I've got a fire little long driveway, and and every Sunday morning before we go to church, I, I walk that driveway and I pray for God to help me preach that day. But when Easter comes, I can't wait to get out of my house, get, get down that driveway, and I look up toward the sky, and I say, Good morning, Jesus, because He's alive. He can hear me, and He blesses my soul with His Holy Spirit. I know he's alive, Dr. Dan, because he lives in me. <laughs> Amen. Pastor Brown, uh, that is an incredible story that you've just told. It brings tears to my eyes and joy to my heart Amen. at the same time. Can you imagine, just imagine what it must have been like for Jesus' followers when the news came to them that Jesus has risen? Amen. As prophesied, he has risen. What must it have been like for them? What kind of joy must they have felt? Well, the cross and the resurrection, they are the greatest event that's ever happened on this earth. Hey, hundreds and thousands of people knew it then. They didn't have television or telephones or whatever. Hey, there was plenty enough people to have disputed the resurrection, but they didn't do it. The only ones who disputed it was those that were given money. And lied. Well, you know, I was I was in Israel. I was at the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, and I remember after you come down from there, where the stone where uh, where Jesus was was crucified, there was a, a a stone, a flat stone, which was stained with his blood, and you could put your hands on it, and you could feel the emotion that came out of that stone. Wow. Really, it was just incredible to me, uh, that trip was. Um, and I also read uh, one, of the, one of the most important books that I've read about the resurrection was Lee Strobel's book, The Case for Christ. He was an atheist and a lawyer, and he set out to prove that the crucifixion and resurrection did not occur. And by the end of the book... He had to admit. Amen. And amen, that's right, that he had to admit that it was true. It had occurred. Yes. And again, I just I just have to ask you, I mean, if you had been there in that time, what oh. kind of an emotion would oh. have gone through you? Well, it was a wonderful time when they when they realized he was he was alive forevermore. Hey, Dr. Dan, we didn't get to see him that first trip. We'll see him the next one, and we'll get to be with him forever and ever and ever. And listen, no matter who you are, what you've done in life, hey, if you give your heart to Jesus, give him your sins, he'll wash them away, save you. And listen, he said, I go to prepare a place for you, that where I am, there you may be also. 
And he said, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He said, if I go away, I'll come again and receive you unto myself. Hey, be ready. It could happen today, tonight, tomorrow. No man knows they are except the Heavenly Father. But be ready. Give your heart to Jesus. He's coming. I know, Pastor Brown, that in all of this, there is a message for all of us. Yes. What do you think the message for mankind is? Especially the message of Easter. I mean, it's such a special time. Well, it's, it's a message of hope for fallen man. That God loved us enough, He would give His only begotten Son, and He would die for us on that cross. And uh, we can't understand how He could love us like that. But we're God's creation, His handiwork, and 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 God chose to forgive us. Hey, hey, this uh, this idea, this plan for Jesus to come. Hey, God, the Father, and Jesus made that plan from the foundation of the world before we were ever created. God knew we would fall. And God already had the plan made to bring us back to God and, and, and to give us a place in heaven if we would choose that. It is so incredible to me that all of this was foretold in the Old Testament. Amen. It, is, it wasn't a surprise. No. Because it was all there for everyone to know yes. before it happened. So why should you be surprised? Yes. Pastor Brown... How about praying for us? Give us a prayer for Easter. Dear Lord, we thank you for coming to this earth, for loving us, for suffering on the cross, and thank you for rising from the dead. And thank you, Lord, for giving us a plan of salvation that all mankind could be saved, forgiven, Father, and have a home in heaven when this life is over. And thank you, Lord, that you're coming back with all the holy angels and with all the saints that's gone on. And we're excited, Lord, because we're ready to meet you in the air and go home with you and spend eternity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. And God bless all of our listeners on this special day. Yes. Amen to you, too. God bless you.
stone was rolled away. The Lord was nowhere to be found, nobody in the grave. A brand new day was dawning, the world forever changed. No one had no warning when the sun rose up that morning.